Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Tuesday, March the 29th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined, as I am every Tuesday and Sunday, by the one and only, and in high demand, Miss Deb Lutz. Your intros get better and better, Coach. I love it. <laughs> hey, I've, I've gotten several tweets and DMs saying, hey, we want more Deb on there. We like her picks and her breakdown. I, You know, hey. You may you may have to take the solo ones from me here at some Whoa. point. <laughs> so I don't see Charles in the background. No Charles. Oh, no. Today. I am on, on the, the road. road today. It's a very bleak, great, you know, uh, beige screen behind me. So I've got oh, no wow. no paraphernalia. No. Well, we'll uh, we'll let Chuck slide for one day, I mm -hmm. guess. But uh, today's gonna be a good one. We've got a five game slate with some really interesting matchups. A lot of news to discuss, so we'll break that down for you. Uh, we are presented, by the way, by uh, by Prize Picks. If you'd like to go to PrizePicks.com, give them a shot. If you're in a state that you can play, Prize Picks has been just absolutely on fire for us. Uh, if you sign up for the first time, you get a hundred percent match, all the way up to a hundred bucks by using the promo code Coach Talk, all one word, no space. So today, five-game slate, Deb. We're going to dive right into this thing. Um, we have two 7 o'clock and two 7.30 games, and we have to wait all the way until 10 o'clock for the last game. So that's going to be interesting, a two-and-a-half-hour gap between that last game. So don't plan on doing a lot of swapping because you're only going to have that one game sitting by itself. All right, first game on the slate. It's uh, Chicago Bulls at the Washington Wizards. Chicago's favored by four. It's a 223.5 total, 113.75 implied for the Bulls, 109.75 uh, for the Wizards. The Bulls come in 43 and 32, Washington 32 and 42. Lonzo Ball still out for Chicago. Kyle Kuzma still out for Washington. And uh, Vernon Carey with a Q tag for the Wizards. So let's game set it just a bit here. It is the second night of a back-to-back -back for Chicago. Uh, so that could have uh, some effect, even a couple of minutes here and there. And it's the first night of a back-to-back -back for Washington. So the only game that has that scenario tonight and you know, can make a couple of point difference. Uh, Pace-wise, nothing to write home about, though, 16th and 23rd. But on the good side of this, Deb, we have two defenses that are not good, 22nd and 25th. So what are you thinking here? What's your initial take? Is this going to be an important game on your roster build? Yeah, given the small slate tonight, um, I like this game. Um, there's a okay. couple of games we'll get to later on that just are really unexciting for me from a DFS yeah. standpoint. And yeah. so this is going to be probably one of my, you know, could be one of my top two games that I that I go to here. I think okay. there's some, um, some decent sort of mid-range to upper tier guys and some value here as well. So um, on the Washington side, um, so I know you're not a narrative guy, but I'm actually a narrative girl. No, I'm, so, a, narr I'm a narrative guy. It just depends. It depends That's on the narrative. All right. So, <laughs> so we've got Sadoransky here going, uh, playing against his former team. Yes. Uh, and uh, he has taken over the starting position at point guard. Um, and he's he's really inexpensive for the minutes that he's getting. Um, 3600 on FanDuel. 4,100 on DK. He's been playing solid as that fill-in starter, and uh, yeah. I like him tonight. Okay. We're gonna need some. We're gonna need some value tonight. Is is uh, is how I'm looking at it. So I like okay. him for value. Um, I also don't mind KCP. He's he's worked for me um, on a number of uh, number of occasions. I think fairly priced on FanDuel in particular, 5,200. He continues to get the minutes and he just, he contributes across the board. So he's not, you know, I think he's, he's solid, um, you know, doesn't have a ton of upside, but if you're looking again to get sort of more of that, you know, 5k range, um, he might be someone to, uh, to pop in. Um, the other guy to, to take a look at would be Avdija. Um, you know, his price has crept up a bit, um, but on DK, he's still a decent value at 5,100. 
Um, and he's been really with Kuzma out, he's really been getting a lot of that usage and a lot of those, uh, those minutes. So I like him as well. Um, Kispert's been hot, but I'm not going there. I think he's, he's too up and down, um, and, uh, not my favorite play tonight, but the guy that I'm really interested in and believe it or not, cause I am not a Porzingis fan. Um, but he's not a, you know, he's not a uh, game time decision tonight. He is playing. True. Um, uh, he's, he's really, he's become the number one option on, uh, on Washington with, uh, particularly Kuzma out, um, yeah. and with Beal out. So I like him in this spot. Um, I think he's got, you know, Vukovic defense, which is not the best 8,800 sure. on FanDuel, 8,500 on DK. Um, he's going to be a very strong option for me tonight. Okay. I think he will be pretty popular too. Yeah, he will be. Yeah. And he gets that power forward center eligibility, which doesn't which hurt. Is, which is really nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the Chicago end of things, you know, I was surprised to see now they are on the second night of a back-to-back, but their, uh, their, their players have moved way down in price. Um, yeah. We've got, you know, DeRozan on FanDuel is under 8K, um, which, you know, they're, you know, they're they're in the playoffs, um, you know, but they're fighting to move move up in the rankings. I think they're still going to bring it tonight. Um, and like you said, against a pretty weak defense in Washington. I like DeRozan here tonight. Right. Um, the other guy I like, and I probably won't end up taking both, so I'll have to decide based on positioning. But the other guy I like is Vukovic um, at uh, 7,600 on FanDuel and 8,000 on DK. Um yeah. You know, there are a few center options tonight, so he may not be my number one pick, but he's been he's been playing pretty solidly and I think can uh, can definitely hit his value at, at that price. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm with you on the Sadoransky narrative just to start right off there. I, you know, definitely one of the narratives I like to focus on, uh, as you know, Deb, is because uh, you've heard me probably a million times talk about it, is as teams against or players against their former teams is, is really my favorite narrative because, you know, pro athletes have pretty big egos and they get those bruised pretty easily. And, you know, when you have a team that you feel gave up on you, you really want to go after it. So I, I know he gets Caruso and Desunmu defense here and there, but I think Sada with the minutes he's playing without a ton of value opened up yet at 4.1 is, is a solid play. I'm with you there. Um, you know, Porzingis is extremely tempting to me, but eight, five is just a little much for the rest of my build. And, but I do like the power forward eligibility there. No question about it. Uh, but you hit the nail on the head for me in this game. My favorite play in this game is DeRozan. I think his price is finally down. If you remember, he was 10, one at, at one point. And the fact that you can get him at eight, three, uh, on DraftKings in sub eight K, on FanDuel, I mean, I know his peripheral numbers aren't as great. He's he's a lot, he is scoring dependent, but he can score a lot of points. And, mm-hmm. you know, they, they have a decent implied total here. I think he's the top play for me on the Bulls side. I am tempted with Vuk a little bit. That price is very fair at 8K. Um, but the question is, like you said, how many centers, yeah. you know, you're going to have to make some decisions because even though there's only – 10 teams playing. There's about five centers that I like. So that's the tough call there. So I'll have some exposure with you. Uh, I, you mentioned Denny Avdia. I like Denny Avdia. I've been playing him a lot. Uh, And he generally comes off the bench as a six man gets 30 minutes, low thirties at times. And he produces and he rebounds. He can get you a few stocks. Uh, I really like him at that five, one price. I'd prefer him right now over Kispert and Hashimura, even though those guys start. So uh, for me, it'll probably be some Washington value and then the pay up to DeRozan for Chicago. Cool. All right. Game two. It's uh, this the other seven o'clock game and it's the feature game of the night. Everybody's going to be watching this one. And uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense because these two teams both could make deep runs into the playoffs You've got the Bucks at the Sixers. Philadelphia is favored by one and a half. It's a nice 231 total, 114.75 implied for Milwaukee and 116.25 uh, for the Philadelphia 70, 76ers. 
Teams come in with identical records, Deb. They're both 46 and 28. So this late in the season, you got two teams with the same record fighting for position in the playoffs and trying to make sure they have some home court. Uh, this is a big game. Um, and here's how big it is. There's nobody listed on Philadelphia injury-wise. The only person listed on Milwaukee is Giannis, and he's probable. So he definitely is going to play in this game. So we're going to have nobody sitting. This is almost going to be, you know, a playoff, playoff type of atmosphere game. Um, you've got a good pace team in Milwaukee at eighth, a slower half court team in Philly at 28th. So there's a, you know, real difference in style. But you have two teams that are playing, you know, pretty solid defense. Milwaukee certainly has come down. They're 14th after being as high as sixth. And then uh, Philly has remained in that top 10 at 10th. So neither one's playing the type of defense that they did. They were both ranked in the top five at a lot of portions of last year. Uh, but good enough defense, you know, to keep them with these solid records. Really, both teams have just been a juggernaut on offense. So it does, you know, it's conducive to a, a nice matchup for us for DFS purposes, which isn't always the case for the, you know, the biggest game of the night that everybody's going to be watching. Totally agree. I mean, everybody's healthy. Can you believe that? No. No, the last <laughs> time I saw that. Exactly. So what a great game it's going to be. And, uh, you know, having having just been at the, uh, the Phoenix-Philly game the other night, right. um, you could see, I mean, the, the fans were jazzed. It was a playoff atmosphere. The stars played big minutes and they played hard. Um, and I think you're going to see the same again tonight in this game. So this is, this is going to probably be the game where I spend a good portion of my salary. Okay. Um, I just, you know, you got, you got some real superstars here and I think staying away from them tonight is going to be a mistake on Milwaukee. I really like Giannis. Um, you know, mm -hmm. I don't think Philly has anyone to guard him. Um, not that anyone really has anyone to guard him, but, yeah. um, you know, on, on the Philly side, I just, I just don't know, you know, Tobias Harris can't guard him. They usually play Thibel at the three. He's too small. It just, you know, um, it'll be interesting. I think he can, uh, can eat them up. Um, I also like Lopez, um, you know, his minutes are coming up. Um, again, you, you talk about the center issues and that'll be particularly a problem on, on FanDuel, For sure. but on DK where you can use two, um, you know, he's, he's 4,200 on DK, um, yeah. which is a real fair price. And, um, he's, he's going to be needed to be out there against Embiid and his minutes are coming up. So I, um, I do like him, okay. um, you know, given that everyone's healthy, um, you know, I'm certainly not going to go with like a Connaughton or an Allen, um, they're just not going to get enough usage. Um, but I'm also less likely to go with Holiday or Middleton here, just given their pricing. I think okay. I'm going to pay up um, all the way up to Giannis. Um, and I think Philly's defense is going to be good enough that Middleton and Holiday aren't going to necessarily hit their value. On okay. the, um, so it's probably for me, it's, it's, it's Giannis and, uh, and Lopez. Um, on the other side, um, and Bede really wants to show who's MVP that he's MVP worthy, um, yeah. you know, and playing against Giannis playing at home. Um, I think he has um, another big game. So um, he's likely to be my, my center choice. Um, despite the, all the other options, I just think he, he smashes that number and you're going to be, uh, it's going to be tough to, to be at the top of the leaderboards without him. Um, I agree. You know, I I also think I like Harris again tonight. I called him out the, on the pod the last game, and of course, right. didn't put him in my lineup. Um, he hit value, and he looked really good. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Harden is, you know, I've been reading that he might be injured still. His hamstring is still bothering him. He's playing through it, but yeah. he just didn't look great. Um, he sort of, at times, would just fade into the background. And so I think they need Harris from an offensive standpoint. Um, right. So I'm going to take a look and see if if I can get him in my lineup um, on FanDuel in particular. He was at 5,900, so not not too pricey. Um, so someone I'm going to keep in my uh, player pool consideration. Um, you know, Thibel, um, I went with him last time, and he completely you know messed me up. Um, he's boomer bust. So oh, big time. 
GPP yeah. only for me. You know, he yeah. may get a bunch of steals against the faster paced Bucks tonight. Um, but um, but GPP only. I'm I'm uh, I'm he's he's super risky. Um, yeah. And then you know Harden again. I don't know what you think about that coach. Be interested in your take. But yeah, you know, he's just not not looking great right now. Yeah, yeah. I I tend to agree with you. I think Harden. You know, I think it's a combination of things. You know, number one, it's still very very new to this team, and you know the fitting in and the and the timing and you know, a new offense, a new coach, you know, I, I, you can't expect them to just dive in and be, you know, the, the James Harden of, of old. Plus, you know, there's a lot of theories going around too. I mean, let's face, it, I know it's talked about a lot, but it's true. He's a big party dude. And, you know, they, they spent like three days in LA. There was rumors he was out on the town, you know, till wee hours every morning. I don't know, man. It's just, he's, it's hard at 10 2 to pay up for him, even though he's James Harden. He can break a slate at any moment. But I, I agree with you. He doesn't look like he's totally, uh, you know, in groove with his game and this team yet. So that, in combination with the fact that Joel Embiid has obviously made up the decision that nobody is going to beat me at this MVP mm-hmm. thing, and I'm going to play and kick it, you know, whatever I got to do. I will say, and, you know, it's something to discuss here, maybe not today, but down the road, all these extended minutes that he's playing and the incredible effort that he's playing with. Like, you know, there was a game the other day where he went after a steal with about a minute left, up by like 12 or something, and then he forced a three. So all of that energy and trying to chase this MVP thing, I just, I'm worried it's going to catch up with him in the playoffs because... He's a guy that's, you know, always played better with rest. And he's just a big lumbering dude. And uh, we'll see. I, I think he's still in that focus mode. Like, I agree with you. He's a great play. I'll take him at 11-3 as the anchor of my squad tonight. I think this, you know, he sh- he played great against the Joker. He played great against, you know, all the other guys recently that were in those discussions for MVP. I think this would really be the icing uh, on the cake or the cherry on the Sunday, whatever, if he can outplay Giannis here. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going Embiid. I believe in that. And, uh, you know, we'll worry about the extended minutes here later when we start breaking some of these games down in the playoffs. But uh, Embiid at 11-3, great play to me. Um, not going to go with Harden at the 10-2 number. Still think that's a little high. Uh, I'm not completely sold on Harris. I know he got it done for you. He's playing a little better. He's a talented player, and he can do it in all different areas. But I think he grabs Giannis' defense today, mm-hmm. and uh, that's not going to be too much fun because I think they'll start Lopez on Embiid. So I'm not going to go Harris. Uh, Maxi is tempting. He's 6'4". He's had some games where he's really gotten it done. And uh, if I can fit him in, he would be my second sixer that I would consider. But it may just be Embiid uh, only for me. On the Milwaukee side, you know, Giannis is rested, He's a, but he's 11-7. And if you make a lineup with Giannis and Joel, it definitely, you know, rope ties you the rest of the way trying to put an, an aggressive lineup together especially when you put want to put guys in like DeRozan, like I, I want to put in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if I'm going to get to Giannis. Again, this is not coach saying fade Giannis. He'll be on my coach's clipboard today. But I just don't feel super comfortable uh, having enough salary left unless more value opens. Now, if we get news somewhere that all of a sudden somebody's sitting and we got a starter that's 3-2 and he's in a smash spot, Beautiful. There we go. There's our our path to Giannis. Uh, And I'd love to sit there and have Giannis versus Embiid in that game. But, you know, I'm being realistic here. So my initial builds, he's not going to make it, but I am going to keep him, uh, you know, definitely in my sights. Uh, The guy that I sort of like for the Bucs is uh, Middleton. He's 7'8", which is mid-level price. Um, And I think he's going to, I think he'll do fine. I know You've got Matisse Thibel, and he he may guard him at times. But Middleton is, you know, 
again, at times he plays that pseudo point guard, lets Drew on the wing. So I think he can get that assist ratio up to, to where it's been. And, you know, I just, I think at that price, you know, if I'm only playing uh, one of the big price guys here and Embiid and Giannis, it allows you, at least it'll allow me to get a Middleton DeRozan kind of guys in like that. So that's my initial uh, feel. I'm with you though. I think this is playoff type game. We don't have to look very deep at the benches. Um, not sure how much Portis's role is going to decrease at six three because if he comes in there, you know he could come in for Giannis, but if he comes in for Lopez, you know it's then Giannis is going to have to go in on Embiid. It just you know it creates some mismatches for Coach Bud. So not going to go on uh, into the bench with these teams either. Makes sense. I think it makes total sense. I like it. All right. We've got two 730 games. This one, head scratcher here. Tough one to figure. We <laughs> talked a little bit about a uh, pre-pod here, and we were like, okay, what are we going to do with this game? But let's talk about it. It's the Los Angeles Lakers at the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas favored by double digits, so that's no fun. They're favored by 12, and it's only a 218 total. When you get double-digit uh, you know, spreads with teens, two teens, uh, you know, lot, uh, totals, that's a, a big red flag. Lakers are only 103 implied, Dallas 115. So not uh, what you would call a great DFS game. Lakers 31 and 43. They're just trying to get the 10th spot just to get in the play-in, Deb. Can you believe that? This is the Lakers. Come on. I, they may not even make the play-in. And then they're going against the Mavericks, who are uh, 46 and 29. And if you see my new backup area here, you can't really see Dirk. He's on the side, and he's pissed. So <laughs> after this, I'm going to move Dirk over so we can see him because, you know, we can't disrespect the GOAT like that. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so let's look at uh, injuries here. We've got, of course, uh, I've got LeBron James counted out, and he's listed as doubtful, but I don't think he's going to play. Uh, Anthony Davis and none are out. Dwight Howard is going to play. He's probable. Um, I think he plays. Theo Pinson out for Dallas. Sterling Brown, Tim Hardaway still out. So they're pretty much at full strength here. Um, Lakers sixth in pace. So it is pace up for Dallas, but are they really sixth in pace with these guys out? Probably not. Um, Dallas slowest team in the league. So all these backups for LA that's gonna, that are going to be playing and then a pretty popular, probably Russell Westbrook tonight, who would, who'd say Westbrook's going to be chalked at this point, but he probably will be. Um, but it is a huge pace down. You can't get slower than Dallas defensively too. Dallas can get it done. They're seventh, uh, Lakers, not so much at 21. So here are my two questions I'll pose to you very simply because there's really not a whole lot to talk about other than these two things, unless you go with some value from the Lakers, which you can. Are you going to jump on this Westbrook chalk with everybody else? Or is this a playable game enough to spend up for Luka? Well, obviously, it's probably not going to be because you're looking at Giannis and Embiid. But is it doable with Luka or is it just a straight pass for you? So I'm, I am staying far, far away from Westbrook. Mm -hmm. um, I'm staying far, far away from all the Lakers. What a mess. I mean, it's a total pass for me on the Lakers side. I think I agree with you. I don't think LeBron plays, which means he really must be injured because they are, they, you know, they're, they're not going to get into the 10 spot without him. Incredible. Um, so, um, you know, I think, um, Against a different team, I'd go with Westbrook, but I think um, I think the defense of Dallas is solid, and they're gonna they're gonna lock on him because they have nobody else. So I'm a total pass on the Lakers side. Um, right. On the on the the uh, Dallas side, um, I think what happens is they they get a huge lead, and I think Doncic sits. Okay. Um, I don't think he gets his full run. And so I'm staying away from him. I think um, I'm, I'm less excited about him hitting values than some of the other guys we talked about. So I stay away from him, but I am considering keeping in my player pool Brunson 
because sure. of Doncic sitting a bit, or I should say Donkic. <laughs> oh, we're gonna let we're not gonna let crash with that one Um, because Lucas sits a bit. Um, I do I, I will consider Brunson and see if uh he can he can fit in. And the other guy that I want to take a look at is Bullock. Okay. Um, he's been, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's definitely reasonably priced 4,900 FanDuel, 4,200 DK. He may be one of those value pieces we're looking for. Um, he's starting, he should get the minutes, um, and against a very shaky Lakers defense, that's not going to have LeBron. Um, I could see him putting up some, some pretty big numbers tonight, given, given that pricing. So he's another guy that I'm going to seriously look at from a value perspective. But um, not going for any of the, the big guys in this game, that's for sure. I'm with you. I'll make it very short and sweet here. This will be the game we can speed by. I, I just don't like the feel of this game. I, I think that, that Dallas wins in, by double digits. I'm not spending 8-8 on Russ. I know he's going to get a ton of usage here, but he's shooting the ball terribly from outside. And, you know, how long do they keep him in there if it gets out of control? He's going to get the teeth of the defense with either Bullock or Brunson and just a bunch of people helping in the paint. Uh, and he really is the only offensive weapon that they have. So I get the fact that he's chalk, his usage numbers and in the models and everything. It, it does show that he's a good play today, but I just don't trust it. I, I don't think at that price he's going to break the slate. Yeah. What if he gets 40, 45? Okay, that's fine. But do you really need those at that price? And is there a, a, a floor? Absolutely. So, you know, can you go with any of the, the value? If you trust Reeves, Gabriel, Johnson, Howard, Monk, Anthony, Horton, Tucker, Augustine, Bradley, Ellington, Bazemore, or Reza, God bless you. You got them. They're yours. I think they um, need to bring Luel Dang in. I heard he's still on the payroll, actually. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you talk about a sweetheart deal. He's getting all this money all these years. And, exactly. And nothing. Brilliant. I would like that kind of uh, severance. That's for sure. For the Mavericks, I'm with you. You know, you can't pay up for everybody. You know, Luca's probably going to have a solid game. If they do get a big lead, he's going to be a big part of it. But 11-4, you know. I still don't think I can do it. Just It's just not enough salary for all these big dudes. And I'm really counting on Joel to be my big money guy. Um, I'm not really fond of Brunson and Bullock tonight. I just think the fact that, you know, when Doncic, Bruce, uh, Brunson and Bullock all play, which, you know, hasn't been a ton. They One of them seems to be out a lot. But, uh, you know, it does split the usage that Luca that leaks away from Luca that's not much. But Brunson and Bullock somewhat share in that. And the only time Bullock was really uh, playable was when he was hot from three. He was shooting like 45% from three for a while. But then he went into some hellacious slumps, like three for 20 and stuff like that. So I just don't trust. He's a great defender. He's a good guy to have out on the court. But for DFS, I'm, I'm not going to go there. And then, you know, Finney Smith Powell. You know, Dinwiddie now coming off the bench, being a big offensive plug, you know, in there. Another big piece with Doncic, Brunson, and Bullock. So I just don't see enough DFS points to go around for those guys and really not interested in any of the bigs. So this is going to almost definitely going to be a full pass for me. Yeah. Yep. I'm close to that. So, okay. Second 730 game, Deb. A big spread in this one, though. Detroit at Brooklyn. This is the one that's a tough one to figure. Brooklyn's favored by a big 14. 233 is the total, though. So you do have a really good total. It's the top one of the slate. Teams that can score, not defend that well. Uh, 109.5 implied for Detroit. And definitely the biggest on the night, 123.5 for Brooklyn. So this game definitely has some teeth to it. And you've got Detroit obviously playing for ping pong balls. They're 20 and 55, but I will say that their youngsters are at least competitive and they're scoring the ball, which, you know, keeps things interesting. They're not like the other teams that have gone into the tank, you know, like the Sacramento's and et cetera. 
so they're uh, Brooklyn though, 39 and 36. They're, you know, they're making this big run. Everybody's trying to avoid them in the first round of the playoffs. They're down in that seven, eight type position right now. They can run, you know, clear the deck here with some wins and move up a bit, but they're not going to get to the point where they, they have any uh, home playoffs. So, you know, they're, they're motivated. They want to win. They want to certainly avoid the top team or two in the East, but nobody really knows who that is right now. It's probably Philly or is it Miami or, you know, there's so many different uh, looks here, but the bottom line is you've got um, for Detroit, everybody's in livers is out uh, and he had gotten some minutes. So uh, I wouldn't worry about that. And then um, you've got Chris Smith questionable. He's not in their rotation. Ben Simmons still out for Brooklyn, but everybody else is in for Brooklyn. So uh, the set here, 12th and 11th in pace. So you've got above average pace from both sides. That's why you've got uh, such a strong uh, total here. And then it adds to it that the, the, the Detroit doesn't play very good defense. So the D in Detroit does not stand for defense. They're 24th. Brooklyn's only 15th, right in the middle of the pack. So this game has, I think, some real juice to it for needing exposure here for the optimal lineup. What do you think? Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. Um, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of angles to look at here. Um, you know, there's so many, um, uh, you know, top dogs on this slate for a small slate. It's real tough because you have to take a look at Kyrie and Durant um, but given what we've talked about already, I just, you know, don't have any money for them. I think Durant has played real well. Uh, I think he played real well in his prior game against Detroit. Yes. Um, but he's, he's virtually the same price as, uh, as Giannis. Yeah. So, um, so I'm going to actually look for more value plays in this game. Um, I hoping that it will actually be a, a bit of a blowout and maybe Durant and, and Kyrie, um, share in in the uh, you know in the usage um, and sort of split the split the points. Um, so I'm looking at a couple of guys on Brooklyn side. Um, Claxton being one of them. Okay. Um, you know I think this is a good matchup for him, um, and it it might be a game where they feel they don't need to play too much Aldridge or Drummond. They're gonna you know rest them up a bit, um, play the young guy. Um, because it is so much in hand. Um, so um, he's 4,700 and he's somebody that I'm going to consider. He does qualify for the power forward spot. So that is helpful as well. Right. Um, and then the other guy on the Brooklyn side is Curry, who has not been playing particularly great, um, but he's all the way down to 4,300 on DK and 4,700 on FanDuel. Um, and given uh, given the so-so defense on Detroit, I think he'll get a lot of minutes, um, and if they do uh, start to blow out and they rest Kyrie a bit, in particular, um, he could get some extra. He could get some extra usage. Okay. On the Detroit side, um, there's some guys I like here as well. I think these guys, you know, they're going to play hard. Um, like you said, they're not giving up. They want to. They want to show up, and you've got some young guys who are who are really trying to showcase their talents. So. Um, yeah. I like Cade at 7,700 on FanDuel. Um, I I think it's very fair. He's been playing really well. Um, and um, I think, you know, if he gets, um, you know, Kyrie or Curry defense, I think he does real well against that. Um, uh, you're Cunningham, you're talking? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Cunningham. I think, you know, is the, quest, the million dollar question here will be does Bruce Brown guard Cade Cunningham or Sadiq Bey? Or Bay, yeah. exactly. That's I know. That's the big it's, question. That's absolutely the big question um, yeah. because Bay is the other guy that I'm interested in, and his yeah. price is all the way down to 5,500 on FanDuel. Yeah. Um, you know what's amazing, though, Deb? He's 7K on DraftKings. I know. I know. Well, it's that's, ridiculous. And same thing with Cunningham. He's 8 8 on DraftKings. Okay. So, so Detroit. Stuff. Yeah, did not get the discount on DK like on they did. DK, exactly. Yeah. So so likely I'm staying away from both of those guys on DK, but yeah. on FanDuel, they're real, particularly Bay at 5,500. Seems like a steal to your point, though. That is cheap. Yeah, 
and grants out, you know, grants out for the rest of the season. So right. Bay all of a sudden becomes, you know, the centerpiece of their, uh, um, you know, small forward position. So, but he has been, you know, he's been up and down, um, but, but could be someone I'm willing to take a chance on at that price. Uh, Bagley's come up too much in price for me to consider here. Um, but, you know, to add the, to the confusion of the center position, um, Isaiah Stewart's been playing really well. And yes. uh, Brooklyn's, you know, Brooklyn's defense, front court defense is not uh, that great at the center position. And so, um, you know, if if I decide to go with Giannis as my pay up option and not Embiid, um, Stewart's going to be one of two guys that I'm considering at the center position. Yeah. And he is the price is right for him. A lot to unpack here for me. I This is my big stance of the day that I've spent the most time looking into. And I could spend 30 minutes explaining all the reasoning. But I'll just say this. My, my second pay-up guy to go along with Joel today is Kevin Durant. I'm going to spend the 11-3 on him on DraftKings, spend up for him on FanDuel and on Yahoo. I think this is a perfect spot against a team that I think will score enough and it'll stay close enough, even though the spread is 14, uh, that Durant, I think, has uh, possibly the highest score on the slate type of potential here. I think that, you know, with the correlation of that, I think this is a game where Kyrie maybe takes a bit of a step back. Now, you know, when I say a bit of a step back, it's not like I think he's going to have a bad game. I just don't think at 10-8, he's the play. So, you know, on prize picks, you'll see if you listen to the prize picks pod earlier that I did with, with Crash, uh, Kevin Durant is my top uh, over on his total points and Kyrie under. I like the correlation here, the way it sits with the style defense that Detroit plays. I think they can contain Kyrie enough. Not that he couldn't get 30 real points and all that. I just think that the majority of that scoring with trying to figure out who's going to guard Durant between Bay, Bagley, Olenek. They're going to try a little bit of some different, you know, uh, things, but they don't have a good matchup for him. Not that anybody does Durant's that awesome, but it's not like they have a Giannis at the four that can guard him on the other side of the floor. So I really like KD here. He's one of my top plays on the slate. And then really don't trust anybody else though on the net side. Kyrie, like I said, the correlation there, I think he backs up just a bit. Now the fact that Curry, Brown, Drogic, Mills, those guys are all sharing sort of the fourth option type position. You see Curry just has become sort of irrelevant at times uh, with this team. And so not comfortable there. And then you get the same mix at the bigs, in my opinion. You're getting, you know, Drummond and then some LMA and some Claxton. So I'm not... Drummond's still the starting center. He's cheap at 5'5", but between that rotation, sometimes he just never comes back in. And they're trying to keep him, I think, fresher for the playoffs. And so I don't trust any of those guys whatsoever. Uh, From the Detroit side, you know, Cunningham, I'm going to play him on Fandle. I'm not going to play him on DraftKings. It's just there. This is the time of the year you're going to see these $1,500 to $2,000 price differences, and you just have to take the value where you can and it's just automatic, you know, great play on FanDuel. To me, he's overpriced on DraftKings. So it's uh, totally two different ends of the spectrum. What I am going to do, though, is I'm going to do a lot of uh, looking at coach speak, beat writer stuff, because I can't find uh, enough on basketball reference. And by the way, if you're ever looking for previous matchups and gameplays, basketballreference.com, you could go to advanced stats. You could put people on and off the floor see who's getting the minutes, usage, et cetera. I want to see if Brown is going to guard more Cunningham right off the bat or Sadiq Bay because Sadiq Bay's price is great as well. I don't want to play Cunningham and Bay, although I'm considering it on FanDuel just because they're dirt cheap. But one or the other is, is who I would prefer here. And then because I like so many centers, it's hard, but – Isaiah Stewart doesn't have that power forward eligibility anymore. So uh, on DraftKings it is. So I don't know if he's going to make it, but at 5K, he is a nice guy to to help, you know, uh, balance that salary. I just want to mention too, Claxton, you can play 
at Power Forward on Fandle, but not on DraftKings for anybody that was looking uh, at him mm -hmm. as a backup off the bench. So I'm going to have exposure here for sure. Yeah. Uh, KD or bust for me on that side. And then a little bit of what I have to call the value uh, on Fandle with, with Cunningham and Bay. And maybe Bay makes both lineups. You know, if he's going to – I mean, I'm thinking that they may just try to have Curry or Dragic or somebody come out. I don't know who they're going to – how they're going to match up. And that's the problem that's going to allow, you know, either Cunningham to Bay, I think, to have a good game. Yeah, I mean, it feels like, you know I, – you know, it feels like with Cade with the ball in his hand as much as he has it, that Brown would be guarding him. Um, but it'd be oh, great to get great. that info. You're going to post that on Discord for us, right, Coach? It'll be in Discord throughout the day because if Curry's guarding Sadiq Bay, it's Sadiq Bay all day long. Totally. I mean, Sadiq Bay day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It may well, be and I, I love your I love your call on Durant. I mean, I really struggled with that one. Um, again, it's just about trying, you know, between Giannis and Embiid and Durant. You know, who do you fit in? I think some are obvious to to leave out, like a like a Luca or a Kyrie, but. Right. I mean, Durant, to your point, the way Detroit plays their defense, like he's he could totally dominate. So we'll see. And, you know, that. if it doesn't blow out, you know, people yeah, are going to go, well, coach, you always game script blowouts. Well, yes, right. I do. But I don't think this one just blows right out. Detroit has been competitive. I'll give them that. You know, he's got them playing hard. You know, I think they're trying to prove something, trying to get some chemistry. They have a lot of young guys. And, uh, you know, I think they stay close enough. I mean, Brooklyn's not a shutdown defensive team, let's face it. So there should right, be some right. scoring and some pace here. All right. Are you ready right. for the let's last one on the board? Game. Yeah, the two-and-a-half-hour break just to get to the Utah Jazz and the Los Angeles Clippers. Utah is a road favorite by one right now, 217-and-a-half total, 109.25 for the Jazz. 108.25 for the Clippers. So two teams under 110 implied. Yuck. That is not pretty. Utah comes in 45 and 30. The Clippers 36 and 39. Big question marks here. Bogdanovich and Gobert. We don't know if either one is going to play. Also, House is questionable. He may be back in the mix. He's been out. And would you believe dusting off old Greg Monroe again? He's probable. And then you have Whiteside out. So it's just an absolute mess <laughs> with this Utah lineup. <laughs> Clippers, on top of everything else, Paul George is questionable. He might make his first uh, debut here. So not that I think that he's playable because he'll be on a certain minutes restriction, but it does jack up the usage for any of these other guys you may think uh, have, are value. But I will say this, Deb. If there's one team in the league that has punched the old coach right square in the schnozzoli here, it's the Clippers. Good Lord. Jackson, Coffee, Morris, Batum, and Zubac, those five specifically, and Terrence Mann, they take turns like throwing up a, a seven fantasy point game. It's like, what is going on with this team? Exactly. I, I absolutely hate them. Guys that are out, Kawhi Leonard. Leonard, Norman Powell, and Jason Preston. They've been out for a billion years. So I don't even know what to say about this game. Utah's 22nd in pace, Clippers 18th. Both played good defense, Utah 11th, and the Clippers 8th. Is this like, hope you have the biggest score, go to sleep, don't even watch this crappy game, and then see what you got in the morning? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it it might be. That might be the best option, um, you know, kind of get a good night's sleep that way. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a psycho watching basketball games because I always <laughs> want to catch every tiny edge. I'm going to have trouble watching that game. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. think I'm going to do it. <laughs> well, of course, though, it's Greg Monroe time. So, I mean, you know, you might just need to start talk about like, flashback here we kind of rolled yeah back really the clock. circa 2006 or exactly whatever. roll back the clock um yeah. you know i mean what's crazy is that if 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 gobert sits he is he is their center because Whiteside we know is out so yep. he's got to get at least 25 minutes um and if he plays 
if he plays, he's, I think he's, it's looking like he's playing now. Um, I know he was out on Sunday, but they were talking about Tuesday being his sort of debut. So, you know, crazy, pretty cheap. He's pretty well. And on, on, he's bare, he's the minimum on DK. And he's, 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 it's not like he's playing for the first time this year. He's played in some. Are you, no, wait a minute. I'm confused. Gobert or, or. No, no, sorry. Monroe. Oh, okay. I, we got, I was going to say if Gobert's the minimum, I'll take him. (laughs) (laughs) No, if, if Gobert sits, it looks like Gobert's going to sit. So we'll see. Um, But if Gobert sits, like, you know, I don't know, would it be the craziest thing to go out with a 3K Monroe who's, you know, it's, I mean, it's Zubach on the other side. So it's yeah. not, you don't have a, you know, a stellar center. Um, and Monroe has played some minutes this season um, and not, you know, points per minute has not been too bad. So really? some crazy flyer to just, you know, keep there, right? Maybe, you know, GPP on DK. Anyway, yeah. um, why not? Fun to watch out for. Yeah. Um, so overall, yeah, I am going to go light on this game. Low scoring, slow pace. Um, you know, I with with all the other options out there, I probably won't be able to fit Mitchell in. Um, you know, fifty two hundred on Fanduel is a and fifty. Uh, sorry, eighty two hundred on Fanduel, eighty seven hundred on DK. You know, fairly priced, but yeah. uh, you know, too many other options. Um, Clarkson at 5,800 on FanDuel, 6K on DK has played well this year against the Clippers. So he might be someone if I've, you know, if I have a mid-range option left, I'm going to, I'm going to consider him again, has, has played well against the Clippers, comes off the bench. Um, So um, I might uh, keep him in my consideration Okay. That's it for me on Utah. Um, Bogdanovich might be coming back. We don't know the situation, you know, at 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 center. Um, so that's going to be it for me on the Clippers side. I'm with you, Coach. Uh, you know, it's 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 always a toss up, and so I am I'm going to stay away with one exception, and that's Covington. Okay. Um, Rocco has. Uh, just 4,400 on DK. And again, he's another one of those. He's 5,800 on FanDuel. So a big discount wow. this time on DK. Yeah. And he's just a guy, you know, he's good for stocks. And so if he can get two steals, two, two blocks, he's playing a good amount of minutes. Um, they're going to need him defensively. Um, yeah. I like him at 4,400 on DK. Yeah. That's a good, good flyer play there for sure. Um for me, it's it's really comes down to this in this game. I, I do like Donovan Mitchell. He's the only player in this game that I play, but I don't think I can afford him unless I go with him as opposed to DeMar DeRozan. They're similar price. I like both of them. DeRozan's a little cheaper now, but I am considering Mitchell just because the the shot volume here, and they're gonna you know need him to to really score the ball. Uh, so he's the only option for me on Utah. I really don't. I'm not interested. If for some reason Bogdanovich sits, Gobert sits, and they're starting Daniel House, and House has come back and doesn't have a minutes restriction, you know, he could get 25 minutes at the min 3K and you know, you know, help you out, make make things work. So he's not out of it yet. But I need that news, and we may not have it. Yeah. Uh, being that this game is two and a half hours, you know, after everything else. Uh, and like I said, I, I truly mean it with the Clippers. It's just if you can really figure out who's going to have a great game for the Clippers, then my hat's off to you because there has been zero consistency with that team at all. They are all over the place and play decent amount of guys. So especially with George, if he plays back in the mix, even as little mm-hmm. as he plays, just really muddies it even more. So, you know, I, I could be sitting there and again, not have any exposure here, or if I'm able to finagle around and get Donovan Mitchell in, I think he is a decent play. Yeah. But pretty light overall in this game for sure. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody yeah. that loads up on this game, you've got some courage. Or, <laughs> exactly. Or you just want to go into that late game saying, I know I'm really good. five yeah. points behind, but I have three guys. <laughs> <laughs> And that is it, Deb. All Thank right. You. I know on the road it's a little bit tougher. We all do it wherever you know we have to 
you know, get the news out there. So I appreciate you jumping in and, and certainly we'll look forward to uh, having you back again on Sunday. Absolutely. So any, any final words on your side? No, looking forward to that uh, Milwaukee-Philadelphia game. Could be uh, a preview of the conference finals there. So It could be. I mean, it's it's wide open and they're all battling, so it should be a really good one. Yeah, awesome. Hey, thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you. Fantastic job. And tomorrow, you know, it's uh, an 11 gamer. I'll be solo tomorrow. Ooh. So we'll we'll lengthen the background so Dirk gets back in the picture. So nobody, you know, I'm all you better have Dirk some extra games. extra coffee tomorrow. Oh man, I know at 11 games yeah. is a lot. So <laughs> we'll see. But I want to I want to get through tonight. You know, hammer some winners here between uh, DFS and Prize Picks and. Have a nice, big, fun, uh, free play pot of, of money to play with tomorrow. That'd be fun. Do it. Excellent. Well, thank you, Deb. Have a great day. Everybody out there, thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to join us here, it's dfscoachtalk.com. We'd love to have you. We have a memberships page. You can jump in for as little as three days for 10 bucks. Uh, again, our presenting sponsor, thanks to them, Prize Picks. Prizepicks.com. Use the promo code COACHTALK. One word, no space, and you get up to $100 free, free match right on that money. If you're watching this on YouTube, we do this seven days a week in front of the paywall for both DFS and prize picks. The only thing we ask is thumbs up and subscribe. Those thumbs up and subscribes mean a lot for where we uh, the algorithm positions us on YouTube. Let us know how you're doing. Let us know your winners, questions. We'll be following uh, the premieres of the podcast as a post today. And we'll be answering those questions, any that you have for Deb or myself. So, again, thank you, Deb. Great day. Enjoy the rest of your day. And uh, I'll certainly be back again tomorrow as we look to crush it in NBA DFS.